0: The, the only thing that would make that song better would be if she were singing at a cappella in the church of Bethesda. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, other- I, I'd go back. I'd get a one-way ticket to Israel for that to see Christine DeMarco at the... <sighs> it Ooh. Sing, Ooh. Singing It Is Well in there? Yes. Mm. Powerful. Because we sang it as Well, and it was not as yeah, well. It was not wonderful. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's Good morning, it's of Stein, it's Victory 91.5, it's Yom Kippur tonight at sundown, and Ray Haynes is in here, our general manager, teaching on Yom Kippur. All of his teachings are available at blog.victory915.com, and today's are also available there, along with... The Facebook pages, Risenstein and Victory Facebook pages. Now we've been doing kind of the
1: overview, looking on the the big big picture. So again, this is signs of the end time. These three feasts of the fall, Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, and Sukkot are all end times. So we're looking at what's going to happen one day. So in order to do that, to give you a little more familiarity, we're going to go back into the Old Testament real quick for. what what did it look like on the day of atonement for all those years well it's the day the high priest sacrificed a bull that would cover the sins of the priesthood all of the priests so you understand they take an animal and they're slaughtering it so he's wearing white so if you wear white and you go and field dress a deer you're not going to be wearing white after Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. so he Mm -hmm. he's covered in blood and he goes into the holy of holies to pour this blood on the mercy seat. Now, this mercy seat is, has a cover on it, the kaporet, if you will. Mm-hmm. It comes from the word kipper, Yom Kippur. Yeah, yep.
0: am, am I correct in saying it was actually the Ark of the Covenant? It was
1: inside. The, yes, inside, or inside or it. on mm-hmm. top
0: of. Okay.
1: And the things that were part of the Ark of the Covenant were in, inside that. And he would take two goats to cover the sins of the people. So, you have a bull, and you have two goats, and they're slaughtered. Here's the verses. Aaron is to offer the bull for his own sin offering to make atonement for himself and his household. Then he is to take the two goats and present them before the Lord at the entrance to the tent of meeting. He's to cast lots for these two goats, all right? One lot for the Lord and one for the scapegoat. Aaron shall bring the goat whose lot falls to the Lord and sacrifice it for a sin offering. That's for all of the Mm -hmm. people for the whole year. But the goat chosen by lot as the scapegoat shall be... Now, I love how the Bible just lays it out in the prettiest language here. Shall be presented alive before the Lord to be used for making atonement by sending it into the wilderness as a scapegoat. And we'll tell you more about that Mm -hmm. in a second. He is to lay both hands on the head of the life goat and confess over it, All the wickedness and rebellion of the Israelites, all their sins, and put them on the goat's head. I mean so he's laying his hands and he's speaking all the wickedness of the people upon this goat mm-hmm. then he you shall send the goat away into the wilderness in the care of someone appointed for the task. The goat will carry on itself all their sins to a remote place, and the man shall release it in the wilderness. Mm-hmm. That's the kind of the pretty language would mean <laughs> <laughs> reality he throws it over a cliff, but uh, that's the the language of the Bible there so one goat is to be the sin offering the blood on the mercy seat the other goat is to be a scapegoat who would carry their sins into the wilderness so that the people's sins would be forgiven so you know you see the picture there so he's going into this holy of holies he's going through the curtain so when jesus dies on the cross it tears that curtain forever and a permanent sacrifice is made and accepted for everyone forever so that's why you get this this one sin moment one sacrifice that covers everything because Mm -hmm. it's the it's the following of the shadow of the day of atonement so he puts uh as he's doing this he has to cast lots and this is one of those historical things that i i think people find fascinating i certainly do the high priest puts both hands into this wooden case and and he took out um two these these things that they're going to cast lots. One has on it for Yahweh, and the other for absolute removal, or for Azazel. So, one is for God, one is for the removal of sin. Alright? So, in the Talmud, which is one of several books that the Jews have written, they kind of explain things and write history in it. So, during the 40 years that Simon the Just was high priest, the thread um, that they've, they've got tied around mm-hmm. here, uh... Turned white as soon as the goat was thrown over the precipice mm-hmm. so this this high priest has the thread mm-hmm. that that' they're waiting for something to happen it's it's scarlet, it's red mm-hmm. and and it turned white, so it's a sign that the sins of the people were actually forgiven mm. so in later times, the change to white was not um well it something happened. it it was a it was a proof of the people's moral and spiritual deterioration so it didn't always happen it didn't always turn white right Mm -hmm. so as the years went by that was more and more the case right Mm -hmm. until 40 years before the destruction of the second temple of the second temple Mm -hmm. when the change of color was no longer observed ever that was when uh jesus died and rose again so even in the history of the jews there is this defining moment when the the day of atonement changed so i mean that's even in their own history so isaiah 118 come now and let us reason together though your sins are like scarlet they shall be white as snow the red like crimson they'll be well wool that's verse in isaiah that's literally speaking of the what happened on the day of atonement when when they honored god what would happen so when we come to god when we repent when we, I mean, it's it's the most literal representation you'll ever have. Your sins that have darkened you and, and stained you are washed away, and you're. No matter how you feel, you're pure before Him. You're holy before Him. You you become as the day of atonement. You become a set apart and and holy to the Lord. So, it's called Yom Hakadosh. Kadosh is always holy, so it's the holiest day of the Jewish year uh, that Kippur, the Yom Kippur, Kippur part of it, comes from Kepher, which is to ransom or redeem, Mm -hmm. which is the cross, Mm -hmm. in essence. It's always written plural, Yom Kippurim, because it means simply a day like Purim, and their holiday of Purim with Esther and Haman, you remember Mm -hmm. the story hopefully, it cleanses us from a multitude of sins, and Purim was a day of deliverance and salvation for the Jews. So, it it all wraps up together. It all takes you back to Passover when Jesus died. Even though it's a fall feast, it prefigures that. So, the priest when he entered with incense before he approached the ark, right? Uh, as 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 Liana was asking, he's 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 approaching this this where God God's glory is sitting, right? Yeah. I mean, it's this he's gonna live or die and <laughs> he sprinkles the blood on it and unlike any other sacrifice which requires the sprinkling of blood on this most holy day of the year the again this is one of those um the babylonian talmud the rabbis agree that the priest motion should be uh it's k-e-m-a-z-l-i-f K-Mazlif. Uh, or is, as if you're whipping someone. Mm-hmm. So the motion on this one day, when you sprinkle the blood, has to be... Um, the motion is once upwards, seven times downwards, which is aiming to sprinkle neither upwards nor downwards, but K. Okay, making the movement of swing of a whip. Wow. So you mm-hmm. can imagine, <laughs> as they, thousands of years later, as they're crucifying Jesus, and they're going through this, you know, everyone should have... The light bulb should have come on, but the others also suggest that that word, if you put a T in the middle k is not like a whip but like a cross, mm. so you see the Catholics a lot of time making the sign of the cross mm-hmm. when they cross themselves yep. that that was the symbol of the of how you 're putting the blood on, but that was in the Obviously, too much for the Jews to, to do once that happened yeah. with Jesus. Sure. So they they took the tea out. So, right. um, Wow. Even this rabbinic mandate serves to reinforce the picture of God himself paying the price for our sins, however you look, being whipped or at the cross. So throughout the year, in sacrifice after sacrifice, the tabernacle absorbed all the sins of the people. But Yom Kippur, the reset button is pushed. Going back to zero it's called the sabbath of sabbaths a bit like the year of jubilee which this is when everything goes back to its original owner all the sins go back to their original owner so scripture points to the coming of the messiah jesus and how he'd redeem us all by his blood one day and Zechariah, i will remove the iniquity of this land in a single day Mm. so all of these things came together unto the day of atonement so as they were anticipating the coming of jesus so that's
0: just the, the
1: more uh, Jewish look at what this day is about.
0: Hmm. Ray Haynes in teaching on Yom Kippur on Risenstein's Victory 91.5. It's all at blog.victory915.com if you're doing the interweb. If you're doing the Facebook, it's right there. You can just click on the Victory Facebook page or the Stein Facebook page. As a family owned and operated.